Hey, hey, and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast. And I'm pumped to be here today. And I, I am so proud to have Smart Choice as my title sponsor. They are the fastest growing agency network for a reason. They have no lengthy contracts, no upfront fees, and they share in their bonus and contingencies. And the other cool thing is they just want to be there to help you grow. They will negotiate with you higher commissions and lower volume commitments, lower premium thresholds, just to help you be successful as quickly as possible. That's why they are the fastest growing agency network, hands down. SmartChoiceAgents.com. Go check it out. Tell them the mayor sent you. Also, uh, I'm so excited to have my friends over at Canopy Connect, my longest running sponsors, my very first sponsors, the ones who believed in me from jump, believed in you, the agents from jump, and who helped so many of you. They are your one-click solution to getting those deck pages you need to quote your prospects. A game changer is what a lot of people say. The best thing I ever did for my agency is what others have told me. And I could go on and on listing quotes of what people have told me since they've signed up with Toga, Robert, Casey, the team over there at Canopy Connect. Go to usecanopy.com backslash Heath and check out a demo, check out the discounts, the whole nine. You'll be so happy you did. And today we have Casey Nelson, the one and only from Stackwise on the show today to talk about, you know, being your uh, CTO in your agency, what that looks like, getting your stack right for your agency. Um, I think it's such an important topic that we discuss. This with so many integrations out there with so many carrier vendors or tech vendors, sorry, coming into our space, working with carriers, working with agents to try to improve what we do on a day-to-day basis. It is important that you get a handle on that. Casey over at Stackwise will help us today to do so. And he's just a cool dude. We enjoy a fun conversation. Sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Casey Nelson. Casey Nelson, what's happening, brother man? And I'm just living the dream. How are you, sir? Man, I am doing well, brother. I am doing really well. So uh, how's life treating Casey? It's good. It's good. We just had an opportunity to uh, get out of uh, cold Texas because, yeah, Texas does get cold this time of year. So yeah. we, we got to take a little family trip to start the year, and that was great. And now we're, you know, just moving and grooving and trying to check off as many of the uh, goals we set for 2022 at StackWise. And uh, we're off to a great start, man. So I'm super excited. How about you? Man, everything is good. Uh, you know, it's fun to be on these podcasts, especially with you. Like you and I, you know, visited. I guess it's been several weeks ago, and just got to know each other. And I was like, and I told you when we talked the first time. I, was like, I got to have you on my show. What you, you know, I talked about, and I just, I, I couldn't sleep till I got you on. I've been thinking about it. I finally just sent you a message the other day. I was like, you ready to do this? And you're like, yeah, let's go. So I appreciate that. I think my audience will love it because I hear a lot about you know people looking for a solution that you can provide. So um, I love that. But before we get into that. I do want you to take a walk down memory lane. Give us a little context of who you are, where you come from, and how you came to where you are now. And then we'll walk through from there, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I already mentioned I'm in Texas, and I'm, I'm a Texas transplant. I'm not a native, but they didn't kick me out yet, so I guess that's all right. And um, I actually come from Michigan originally, so I moved to Texas in 2007. 
just to be a teacher. And uh, I shouldn't say just to be a teacher. Teachers are awesome. Teachers are really important. Um, but that was, hey, I was young and I had no, nothing that uh, I had to work around. So I said, let's go. Everybody says Texas is the greatest place on earth. And now I kind of understand why firsthand. So I was a teacher and a coach for seven years, ended up finding my way into the insurance space, had an opportunity to open up a branch of an existing agency and actually did that in Michigan. So we kind of bounced one time back to Michigan and we did that. We ended up um, trying to get really a, an agency set up uh, that, that then we ended up coming back to Texas and the agency was based out of Texas. And they asked me, Hey, you want to take over? And I said, well, yeah, sure. I guess I'll figure this part out. So they wanted to go start some new businesses. So I ended up uh, taking over um, the day-to-day operations at Integrity Personal Insurance, which is based out of North Texas here. And so I did that. And fortunately, and, and this is kind of a long roundabout way of getting to where I'm going. I didn't have direct sales responsibilities. I was very lucky because everybody talks about working on the business, not in the business. And, and I was put into a position where I could work on the business, even though it wasn't my business. And really act like an owner, walked like an owner, talked like an owner, went to events like an owner and fell in love with technology. I mean, we we have a, a really strong thing going, me and technology, and ended up really falling in love first with pipe drive. Learned about pipe drive back in 2017-ish, 2018, and moved from pipe drive to better agency, made better agency, talked to easy links, made easy links, talked to Zapier. And just felt like a like a mad scientist with Zapier. I just loved it, loved it. And anyway, started to kind of talk to people on the side, trying to help them out with things. And it took three people, three colleagues, I'll call them, saying to me, "Man, I don't want to do this. I really wish I could just pay somebody to do it." And I thought, "Huh? Yeah, I think you can." Um, so that was the light bulb moment, and ended up kind of putting some things in place, having a lot of conversations with important people, and other tech leaders that wanted to know, hey, do you guys see a need for this? And and everybody I talked to said, yes, absolutely. Whether it was an insurance agency principal, whether it was somebody who runs a CRM system, whether it was somebody who runs a website system, um, all those people said, yeah, absolutely. Everybody needs this. And a lot of other businesses were really being stressed out because they're really taking on additional service requests that weren't in their scope of service, but they were doing it because they wanted to help people. And now what Stackwise does is Stackwise fills that that need where agency owners who don't want to mess with their technology and their automations, they don't want to maintain those, but they know they need them. They can really offload them to us. And then agencies that don't know what they're doing yet, but know that they need to get started down that road, they can come to us and we can hold their hand and really guide them down that journey guide them down that path to get them where they need to go so their team can be efficient. Yeah, I think you nailed something there and I wanted to get into it a little bit. Maybe we can break these down a little bit. But to me, you're talking about, I don't want to be too broad in the sense of, but to me, you're talking about two different types of people. You got one that they they get the shiny object syndrome. They want to buy everything they see at the different conferences or anytime they get a demo, like I got to buy it, I got to buy it. And they don't implement it or know how to implement it. Then you got on the other side of that, you got the people that are scared to implement because they don't know how, or they don't feel, you know, they're they're too old or they're too this, or they got this excuse or that excuse, or they don't have the money or whatever it might be. 
Um, or they just, this is the way it's always been done. So we're not going to bring this technology in. So to me, not to make this simple out of two buckets, but that's where my head goes as I talk to insurance agents every day. And both of them are a problem, you know, and I think it's great that you come in there and you can help them because shiny object syndrome is a, is a real like struggle, you know, people that buy too much. And they don't know how to integrate or they don't have the time to integrate it all. Oh, yeah. And I think that those two buckets are two of the biggest buckets. You do have the people that go to a convention and they see all that new stuff and they see that demo and they think, man, this would solve all these problems. And sometimes it does and sometimes it creates more problems. But ultimately, the thing that happens, I think, more often than anything is that the agency owner always assumes they have more time than they actually do. So if you're going to buy a new shiny object or a new technology piece, and then you're going to train your staff on how to use it, you yourself have to be pretty darn proficient with it. And do you have the time to even get proficient with it? So that's been actually one of the newer features of StackWise that I hadn't really anticipated a lot of demand for, but it's that training piece. It's, yeah. hey, train me as the agency owner and then also train my team. So I've got a couple appointments coming up in the first quarter where I'm just going to go out to an agency and spend a couple of days teaching them how to use a system that they're already paying for. So let's make sure that you're getting the most out of it. Um, and then that second group you talked about, to use a coaching phrase, you know, it's, it's paralysis by analysis. Some people just get overwhelmed. And we went through that when we decided to move away from pipe drive. We went, we went through that to a degree where we went through demos with probably four or five different CRM systems. And um, it's, it ended up just becoming so overwhelming that when we ended up finding the right tool, um, and for us, it was better agency. And I, I'm not trying to plug them, but it just, in our experience, it was at the time. And it ended up being a great fit. Um, but that analysis piece is critical for an agency owner to, to do their due diligence, but also not to do so much due diligence that you don't actually ever do anything. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's cool that, you know, in a way, it's cool for you that you have uncovered another need out there that you can meet through StackWise. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's fun. We find new needs all the time that we didn't know <laughs> we didn't know existed. Um, you know, you know, yeah. And, and I was just say on the flip side of that, going to the other side of that with those that, you know, the the ones who we've always done it this way type people and they don't know where to start or they don't know what to do or they have some sort of excuse of why they don't buy. Uh, and I'm sure some of those come to you or they've got maybe um, someone in the agency says they need to do it. And then they got to convince the owner to purchase it. You know, where do you come mm -hmm. into play there? What are your thoughts on some of that? I try to be really neutral, uh, agnostic in terms of systems and technology, because I like to think about it as I'm, I'm a golfer, not a good golfer, but I'm a golfer. And a long time ago, I learned that your putter doesn't matter. Like the brand, the size, the style, none of it matters. The single most important thing about a putter is that you feel comfortable using it and that you like it. So what I try to do is I try to steer people that are considering either a change in what they're currently using or they're trying to find a new tool to solve a problem. What I try to steer them towards is something that I think will fit their needs, but also stress to them that they need to try it and make sure that they like it. So a lot of these systems are going to do the exact same thing. They just aesthetically work differently, or maybe they, I mean, they do have some functionality that's different, but ultimately getting them to pick something that they're comfortable with so that they will use it is probably one of the most important things that, that I try to do when I'm trying to help a client that is 
in that market for a, maybe a new CRM, maybe a CRM for the first time. Um, and then we have some that even want to change management systems, which it's an entirely different beast altogether, as probably everybody listening to this knows. Yeah, let, let's stop there for a minute. I want to pause you there for a minute because I think you're onto something there. And as I talk to agencies, as you know, we talked about this with my agency performance partners role now. Uh, a lot of agencies I talk to, they, uh, they usually have an agency management system, but they're maybe not be happy with it, or they want to change systems, or they're not using it correctly. But let me just start with the ones who maybe want to change uh, or they want to, let's pretend they don't even have one to begin with. What kind of questions should they be thinking about? What kind of process in their head and their agencies they be thinking of as they're looking at management systems? Staying agnostic, I get it, but what should they be looking for in order to find out what they need? Well, I think that the first thing that most people experience that causes them to start down that road is frustration in some type of deficiency. And recognizing that every software, every AMS, everything has a deficiency. Like it's just part of, I don't know, part of humanity or something, I guess. And understanding that that's not end-all be-all of the management system because there are things in your management system that you probably really do like, that you are comfortable with and that you um, will miss when they're gone. And when people only focus on that one feature or one frustration in their existing system and you replace with another system that has that feature or does that particular task more efficiently, you could still be trading the bad for the good and just changing hands. So what I would try to encourage them to do is really, I mean, it's what my dad taught me a long time ago, just make a list of pros and cons. And then, you know, red marker that stuff, like try to poke holes in it. Like, is this frustration really a frustration or is there another way to solve this with another technology, maybe refining your process? Maybe your process just stinks. I mean, that that happens to a lot of us. Um, I learned that myself with StackWise about two months ago. My, my process stunk. Well, one of my processes stunk and I fixed it. But if you're only looking for a new piece of technology to solve your problem, then you're probably not asking the right questions and you're kind of setting yourself up to be in a difficult position just with a new uh, AMS vendor. Yeah, I think that's really good. And I think it does go back to, you know, that old saying, you know, there's so many places you go with this, but just for PC's sake, we'll go with the grass not always greener on the other side. You may hate your job. You may hate that car. You may hate this or that, but every car has got their problem. Every job has their problem. Every spouse has their problem. Every Everything you're dealing with in your life has their own problems. It's just a matter of what fits you best or what you can deal with the most and whatnot it may be. And so um, I think you're dead on there and understanding that they all have their issues. And it may be something that you may be on XYZ system that I need to change systems. And as you shop around the other five and do the demos, you may realize, you know what? My system's not so bad. I think you have to be willing to step back and say, you know what? Or it might be something like, hey, maybe you, you hire someone um, to come in there and say, here's what your system does. Did you know it did this? Did you know it did that? Maybe they don't even know the features that it has. I was talking to an agency the other day that was on a certain system and they were like, um, you know, I just wish that I could find a way to send text messages to all my clients. Like, dude, your system does that. And I'm not even stack wise. I'm not even you. But it's something like that that even I knew say, you know, what, you could do that, you know, mm -hmm. through blank, blank system, uh, just to say, you know, agnostic there. But it was one of the things he didn't even know that it happened. He didn't know we had the text feature. I was like, that's huge. 
Now you can send those those updates out, send those text messages out to your clients. And now it's a new system, a new thing that he adds to his processes, what he does and another touch point. Absolutely. And we may be going down a rabbit hole, but it Please sounds do. like that's okay. I love them. But I think one of the complaints I've heard from some of my clients about you know, AMS system, CRM system, whatever, is that they say once they get through that first two support calls, you know, you get like two hours or whatever. And once yeah. it's done, then there's a support page with demo videos which if they're done really well and right, then they're great. But yeah. I think we've all probably had the experience where we go to like a support website and we look up a video and it looks nothing like what's on our screen because that video was filmed two years ago. And now the interface looks different. And now the buttons are in different places. And all those things require a lot of upkeep. And I don't know that it's possible to say like, hey, every CRM or AMS, you need to have a human body that can jump on a Zoom call 24-7, that's not realistic either. But I think some of these systems and these vendors might need to kind of let the pendulum come back a little bit and say, hey, we're going to have dedicated availability hours or, you know, when we were teaching, we'd call them office hours or whatever. Like just, just open questions, an open Zoom call, an open forum. Um, and then also with these resources that are available online, you can ask questions of agents all over the country that are going to use the same or similar tech stack as you and have probably encountered, like you're not the first person that came up with the question, probably. Like, right. I mean, maybe, but you're probably not the first person that's encountered whatever it is that you're encountering that's frustrating to you. So reach out to other people. And if you're in groups that aren't responding and helping, then find a new group because there's plenty of them out there that are going to bend over backwards to try to help you out. Yeah. That's one of the things that, you know, we tell agencies all the time, you're not that special. You know what you're dealing with. And I mean that in a sense of you're dealing with problems that everybody has. And I'm sure you see that in tech as well. You know, the problems that you're hearing are probably the same 10 problems you hear every single day from different agencies. Am I right? Oh yeah, totally. They, they may come from a different place, or they may have started from a different place, but th they got to the same point in the road and they're dealing with the same the same speed bump. So if you're listening to this right now and you're going through some tech issues, you're thinking about it, and maybe this conversation that I'm having with Casey made you think about this more, hear what Casey just said. You're not alone in that. You're not the only one dealing with that. Mm -hmm. No. I mean, it's so easy to feel like you're on an island. It really, truly is. I get it. Um, we've all been there. But you've got to just understand that there's no stupid questions. Gosh, I sound like a teacher right now, but there really aren't because if you're just like fighting some stupid process or you're fighting some, some headache with your technology and you're just not comfortable asking, like you're just costing yourself gray hairs and brain cells and whatever else that you're stressing out about because these things are not, even if they seem easy, like, and I feel bad sometimes I get on like a screen share and I'm like, oh, you do this, that, and the other thing. And they're like, it, it was three clicks. That's all I had to do. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't know where to look. And you're you're busy worried about the, the contractor that didn't pay their bill and Susie who needs a quote immediately because her home closing is tomorrow. Like, you know, do you have time to like figure all that out on your own? No, you don't. And you're not, you're not by yourself. Even if you're the agency owner and the buck stops with you, you're not by yourself. And there's resources out there, whether it's Stackwise or you know anything else out there, there's a lot of different ways to uh, help you overcome those challenges. And don't be afraid to ask. Yep, we're at a mid roll, and 
And we're going to talk about my friends over at Agency Performance Partners. I'm so glad that they are part of this show now. And they have a brand new course that has just opened up January 15th, 2022. They opened up with a 50% discount. This course is something that I hear about, you hear about, we all hear about every day, and that's how to hire. When I have people call me from this show, it's always, you got a CSR in your back pocket? You got a producer you could send my way. I need some help training my producers. I need some help hiring. Well, Kelly and I are introducing a brand new course through Agency Performance Partners. Hiring, uh, it's on uh, training, it's on retaining your top talent in your agency. And it's such a great course because Kelly walks you through everything from uh, creating the job post, where to post it, the best practices there. We get into, she talks about the interviews, the different styles of interviews, the negotiations. We get into training. We get into uh, the culture in your agency to help keep people there. It's a great course. It opened up 50% off. Go to agencyperformancepartners.com and go over to Agency Performance Pack. You'll see a drop down. Check it out. Uh, look at all of our stuff if you want to. Uh, it's it's fantastic. Agencyperformancepartners.com. Uh, they will, you'll be so proud that you did if you'll do so. Also, cover desk. Andy Priestman does a phenomenal job over there with virtual assistants and helping your agencies grow by using them. And you can uh, have your own dedicated VA for your agency. Uh, you don't have to pay, pay the payroll taxes. He takes care of that. He does the training. He has them walk into your office ready to go from day one. You will be so happy that you reached out. Also, if you've got a project, whether it's a book roll, whether it's a, taking on a new carrier, whether it's uh, whatever that might be, they also have Cover Desk Direct, where you can work with a team of VAs to help you get through some of those projects. Coverdesk.com. Make sure you reach out to them. Uh, you'll be so proud that you did. Ask for your discount. Uh, get a demo. Check it out. They do a phenomenal job cover desk. Andy Priestman, thank you so much. Now, let's get back to the show. Yeah, and, you know, we've talked about AMSs and CRMs a little bit, but, you know, the other big buzzword of the last several years has been integrations and so many different people hanging out. And I I use the analogy just because I grew up this way with tag team wrestling and the WWE and the WWF, and you would see you know, these random pairings you never see of, you know, uh, Macho Man may have teamed up the Ultimate Warrior to go fight the the so-and-so uh-huh. brothers. You're like, whoa, that's an interesting pairing. And I feel like for me, it's the same thing. When I see this tech vendor and this tech vendor come together, it's like, whoa, that's going to change yeah. my world. Yeah, absolutely. I may be a little bit younger than you. I don't know. But I think of the rock and sock connection um uh when mankind and Dwayne Johnson were oh, tag yeah. team champs for a while that was a lot of fun and a strange pairing but but you're you're absolutely right and and it's hard too i actually just talked to somebody the other day who was using a management system that was a smaller vendor that i hadn't heard of before and i'm not ashamed to admit that even though i'm in the tech space there's dozens right. of ams's out there but he wanted to know hey can i make this particular ams integrate with anything else. And I said, well, I don't know, man, I'll, I'll get you an answer though. And I looked it up and there's, there wasn't any integration, unfortunately, but, but going back to your point, we are already going at a very high rate of speed in terms of new integrations. 
and people teasing or companies teasing new partnerships and new ways to do things. And it's only going to get faster. So the sooner people can get comfortable with those terms and comfortable with the ideas of their systems talking together or integrating, the better off they're going to be. And that's also not me trying to say like everybody has to do it, but it's not going away. It's, it's not, I don't think that pendulum is going to ever come back. I think that we're only going to go further in the direction of automation and integration so that we can actually have data consistency and clean data across all of an agency's systems. Yeah. And the more and more these people integrate, they're most likely, I shouldn't say most likely, don't be surprised to see them end up, you know, joining forces or being, you know, bought by one another. Or, you know, we saw it recently, you know, uh, with Vertifor and uh, Agency Zoom, and we've seen it with EasyLinks, you know, with, uh, we've seen them all, you know, all these different companies that come together. And again, I want to stay agnostic. I don't want to talk about specific vendors, but you see them coming together. And it's, a, it's in my opinion, I think it can't be bad for the industry, you know, to see them pairing up and trying to help, you know, the independent agents. And I believe fully that um, when they come together, whether you like it or not, or if you're a fan of this carrier or that company or this company or that company, they believe in their minds when they bought that company or when they joined with this company uh, or absorbed this company, it was for the good of the independent force. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and that one particular, the most recent merger you mentioned there too. I I feel like I'm still new to the industry sometimes when things like that happen because I mean 2015 wasn't that long ago, but I don't have any kind of brand loyalty to anything, right. and some people do, and it's it's very much like a Ford versus Chevy debate in some agencies in terms of the name and the probably not just the name, but the experience that they may have had with that vendor at some point down the road, or or I guess in the the past. And it's hard sometimes to overcome those personal kind of objections to things because they're valid, even though I don't understand them. Um, It's not my job to understand them. But it's very interesting to me because I agree with what you're saying is that an acquisition or merger or whatever, if done well, should really benefit everybody. It should be that rising tide because it's going to force innovation from their competitors. And as long as we continue to have those competitors, really the agencies should win, I think. I mean, I I know that there will be people that would say, no, um, the companies will win and we're all going to get forced into one product eventually. But I think that overall, the innovation that even just in the last, think of just COVID. I mean, COVID was like throwing gas on an innovation fire in our industry and they're still pouring gas on it. And it's crazy the amount of innovation that's coming because of it. And I think that I would love to like even just be able to make a prediction about where some of these CRMs could be in two years. But I mean, I could be, I could be so far off. They could, they could blow me out of the water in six months. Mm Mm-hmm. No, you're right. And yeah, I think you're right when you, you brought up something with the, you know, again, the, the whole COVID thing. I think it did fast forward a lot of things that may have happened over the next 10 years and kind of got crammed into a two year span or maybe 20 years, whatever it might have been. But again, it's here now. You can't change anything about it. You can't do anything, you know, other than either adopt it or don't. Um, and I think the ones that do adopt and, and move forward are going to be the ones that are a little more successful moving down the road and uh, or a lot more successful, depending on how you want to look at it. And so how you define success. But I think that you're, you're onto something there. I think you're right. And 
I think that you started a company at the right time, you know, with Stackwise. And I think that, you know, you've been able to go into agencies and be their CTO and they don't be able to afford somebody full time or may not know what to look for, for you to be able to come in and do that. That's got to be a game changer as you've hooked up with agencies. Well, and it, I, I think it has, and I, I, I don't want to just like, you know, talk toot myself it. up too toot much. <laughs> toot, toot. But I think that a lot of people, a lot of agencies in that, you know, probably like what, that $10 million book range, they probably don't have the funds to fully dedicate to somebody who knows what they're doing and that, that is needed full time. It's not something that a virtual assistant can probably fulfill for you. Some of it you could, but not all of it. And, you know, you don't want the hassle of going through an interview process in this market and doing all these other things. So when we can come in and, and really help connect the dots, um, it's awesome when we get an email from, from somebody. We got an email from um, somebody's chief operations and they were like, we don't have to enter prospect information into three different systems. Like, thank you. And I was like, that was like, that was really easy to do, but I'm really happy it made a difference in your day-to-day operations and it freed up time for you to do more things and take better care of your customers. So yeah, being, and and I should give James, James Jenkins some credit on that. I mean, he said, you know, you should be using the fractional CTO descriptor for what you do. And I said, well, yeah, I mean, I guess I could. And, and it seems to, oh, love it. the joy of working for the dogs. Oh yeah. Oh. The mailman just showed up. Yeah. The, uh, the guy oh, the that's Amazon uh, guy. taking care of the, uh, the pool chemicals showed up, but, um, I don't know what I was saying. That's okay. That's the joy of podcast radio, right? Live radio. Oh yeah. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, I don't remember, you know, I, I got, what kind of dogs do you have? We'll start there for a minute. That's a good side note. Yeah. So we have three, we adopt lots of dogs. We have a 12 year old uh, red healer named Hula. We have a two-year-old golden retriever named Mayor. There you go. Um, Boom! I love it. And we have a almost one-year-old <laughs> little mutt um, named Rue. So, yeah, we've got a whole house full of animals. Are you a dog person, he? I am. I have a chocolate lab named Titan. Um, I'm a huge Tennessee Titans fan, so I went that route. Okay. But, uh, you know, Back to just, you know, trying to get back on the track a little bit, you know, talking about uh, technology and agencies and CTO. And you were giving James Jenkins some some props about what he had said. Uh, If you want to get back on that train, you were talking about that. Right. Yeah. The fractional CTO kind of tagline. Yeah. So that seems to make sense to a lot of people. And I know that in our industry, we've got, you know, fractional CFOs and uh, probably some COO type services. So that does seem to, to make more sense to clients because when I try to explain to people what I do, I think that it's people have been conditioned to think when I buy a software, there's going to be a login screen and there's going to be stuff I can do. And with Stackwise, there really isn't. There's no login screen. It's a service that's being provided. And what we do is then we provide a tracking mechanism so people can see all of the automations that are occurring in the background. Because ideally, I would be, when I was coaching, I was always taught, if you don't know the ref or the umpire is there, then they're doing a good job. So ideally, once StackWise has your systems humming, you don't even feel it. You don't see it. So what we do is we provide those automation reports so people can see like, hey, these 900 things happened this week that now, you know, do the math. That's 
that's a lot of time that your team was just saved by the automations that we set up for you. So, um, yeah, it's been the, the fractional CTO name is something I'm going to have to use a lot more because I think it does make a lot more sense with insurance agents. So you don't, okay. So if I, agency owners listening, uh, let's call him Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy's listening and he owns an agency um, and Jimmy wants to buy some, some tech and wants to get involved. He's got shiny object syndrome. He doesn't hire Casey to come and implement it all. He hires Casey to come in and take a look at what you have and how to best use it or what exactly does Stackwise do? Sure. Well, that's a good question. Um, and it's a good uh, example situation. So we have had a number of clients come to us and maybe they're not using their CRM at all. They're paying for it, but they haven't done anything with it. So in those cases, absolutely. Implementation becomes priority number one because they're already spending money on that system and they're not using it. So we will help with implementation. We love helping with implementation. But most of the time, not most of the time, but but it's, it's probably about half the time, someone comes to us with a tool that they're not using or tools that are not working together. And that's that's probably the single greatest efficiency we can build is to say, you shouldn't be entering prospect data into your CRM and your AMS and your marketing tool or whatever. Let's make sure that we build a way for your team to just enter that data one time and have it go to all of those places. So that's that's a pretty common first step for us for, with our clients is to free up time immediately, streamline what they're doing, and then it can become very, very much like what you said is, all right, let's look at all of the softwares that you're using. I'm not in the I'm not in the business of putting people out of business, but there have been times where, like you said earlier, someone wanted to send a text message and they didn't or text message all their clients, but they didn't know that they already could do that. So they're looking for a new solution. Well, we've had times where we say this program and that program are redundant. Yeah. If if there's not a need for both, then you really don't need to be paying for both. And and like I said, I, I'm not in the business of putting anybody out of business, but as an agency owner, every penny counts. And if you're spending twice as much and you only need one system, then then we can help you do that too. But that's not super common, but we do see it sometimes. Sure. Now, is it something that where I know you try to say agnostic, but let's say you're going in and you're looking at an agency and you're talking, they're telling you their tech information, their stack and whatnot. Is there times you'll suggest a particular, maybe not brand, but a, you know, to say, hey, have you thought about a blank to add to your tech stack or a blank to combine all your tech stack or? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, when there is a round peg square hole situation, I will totally say to them, hey, you're using this tool. And even though it's a great tool, you're mainly personal lines and it's built for commercial lines. Well, really the opposite would be more common. This is built for personal lines and you're mainly commercial lines. So some of these frustrations are, are really because you're using the wrong tool. You know, you're using a hammer, but you really needed to be using a pickaxe or something. So right. Um, <laughs> that was random pairing there, but, um, like that's, that's one, t- yeah, that's one time that, that I would definitely suggest looking at alternatives and, and suggest some alternatives. Another would be some systems only integrate with other systems, specifically like VoIP systems, right? Some CRMs only integrate with other specific VoIP systems. So if that's really important to that agency, then, Hey, we need to just put the cards on the table and say, if you want to do 
this one task or this process, it is not possible with your current stack. And here are some options that it would be possible with. So it's never my goal to change what they're doing, but it is definitely a part of the process when the situation requires it for sure. Awesome. Yeah, I just want to make sure the listeners kind of get a feel for what StackWise could do, what Casey can do, and uh, you know how they could better utilize someone like you to come in and help. And uh, do you, if I've got someone listening right now that's like, yeah, maybe I should reach out to Casey, but I don't know if I need his services. I don't know what's going on. Do you take those like exploratory calls? 100%. Yes. I love having those preliminary conversations because- I'm very much of the mind that if if it's not a good fit or you don't need what we do, or maybe you're not ready for what we do, then I want to shoot it to you straight because I don't want to take anybody's money and not provide them the value that that they need and the the help that they need. So they can go to stackwise.com. Um, that's S-T-A-K-W-I-S-E.com. And the window that pops up with my semi-beautiful face on it will give them an opportunity to uh, sign up for a 15-minute consultation. And it's free. There's no billing. It's just going to be us having a conversation. What are your pain points? What's slowing you down? What systems are you using? And are you doing anything to integrate them now? And if they say yes, then, hey, great, let's dive a little deeper. And if they say no, maybe there's some surface level things that I could, you know, just talk to them about that maybe they can even implement on their own and and that's great too. Now, occasionally I get folks that listen to this show that are in other industries, very rarely, but I have had some people reach out to me on LinkedIn and say, Hey, I'm a realtor. I listen to your show, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm a, I've had a lender to, they kind of connect there. Stackwise, are y'all only in the insurance space? No, we are predominantly in the insurance space because of my existing connections. Right. But I've talked to many a business owner that, need what StackWise does. And it's not nearly as cookie cutter. Not StackWise isn't really a cookie cutter program, but I don't know what uh, CRMs a real estate firm right. uses, for example. But right. assuming it's a big assumption, if they need help, I did actually talk to a pool builder, for example, actual true real life case yeah. where their sales team is in the town over from me and their install team is here. And I talked to the lady who runs the install team and she doesn't get the information that she needs from the sales team in order to prep the install team. And I said, well, we can automate that process for you. So it's not, no one even has to send an email. As soon as they hit save, you get that data and you can put the plan together. And it kind of blew her mind. And I thought, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of industries out there that could benefit from this, the tools and the experience that we have at Stackwise, um, roofers, for example, I don't have any clients that are roofers, but I've talked to a lot of roofers and I know that industry a little bit and anything sales related. If you don't have a really good system in place, we could probably help you out. All right. As we wrap up, what is one like piece of advice that you can give, or maybe some trending topic or something that you see that people could implement right now? Maybe it's something they can do for free. They've already got it in their agency or they've already got this or that, whether it's, you know, I don't know, I can't even give you an example, but uh, mm-hmm. anything like that you could share just to, to drop some truth bombs or knowledge bombs on us. Well, my favorite one is not free, but it's very inexpensive. Deep links. I've, 
I've stood on this soapbox before, and I think every agency owner, every business owner, everybody who's trying to market needs to utilize deep links because no one, very few people are going to be looking at your Facebook page or your Instagram or whatever from their desktop or from their laptop. They're going to be looking at it from their phone. So using deep links will get people to the app that you want them to be using more often than not. And for like a penny a click or I don't even know, it might be half a penny a click. You can just replace every link on your website that goes to Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, everything. You can also update your review requests to make sure that those are Facebook links that are deep links. So again, somebody can get to Facebook on their phone immediately without any speed bumps. And that is like my thing that I want to like shout to everybody is your you're giving people faster access to leave positive reviews and to engage with you socially. And I think everybody should be doing it. I love that. Um, Deep links. And for those who don't know, you know, reach out to Casey. He can talk to you about deep links and then that could carry on a conversation. Um, But like you said, a deep link is, you know, those times you get frustrated, you click on the link and it takes you to Safari to get on Facebook instead of going straight to the app. And he can talk to you more about that and what that looks like and how to implement that. And then maybe he can talk to you about other stuff too. So we, we got stackwise.com, which is S-T-A-K-W-I-S-E.com. Um, yes. But what, what is Casey's email address or contact info that might be able to reach out to you from this show and say, you're amazing. I want to pay you all the money I've got. <laughs> well, that would be, I would be honored if they said that. Uh, so yeah. my email address is Casey and that's C-A-S-E-Y. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of different ways to spell Casey. Um, but I promise you that is mine. And, um, I'll actually, uh, give you, you know what, why not? I'm just going to give you my cell phone number or is that a bad idea? Heath? Who knows? <laughs> we'll see many people listen. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. All right. So it's two, six, nine, eight, seven, three, zero, nine, one, two. There you go. Um, no calling late night and breathing heavy. Just, you know, shoot them a text or a phone call. If you want to reach out. Or go to Casey at stackwise.com. So many good jokes that I don't feel comfortable making on a podcast after that. Right. I, I left it, I left it wide open for you, bro. Uh, but the mayor has to be PC, so I couldn't do it. But um, anyway, dude, I really appreciate you coming and hanging out. And you know, as I send you a LinkedIn message at whatever time of the day or night that was, like, dude, I gotta have you come on the show. I just couldn't stop thinking about it because I get those calls a lot, whether it's from insurance town or APP or whatever it may be. And people saying, I need help with my technology. And I'm like, that ain't me. Call Casey. <laughs> call Casey. Yeah, call absolutely. Casey, call Casey. Give me a call. You know? Tell me the mayor sent you. I'll be happy to help. I'll be able to, uh, you know, throw yeah. a discount code out there or something, but, but yeah, we'd love hey, we, to help. We'd love to help. Yeah, your I, I and- think that's definitely an area that's a, a, a particular niche that people need it because, you know, there's so much out there and we don't know what to do with it all. Even as an agency owner myself back in the day, and there wasn't as much tech as there is now, it was overwhelming at times. And, you know, it's hard to keep up with the new stuff that comes out, the new updates and, oh, we do this and we do that. You don't even know. Like I said, the guy I talked to not too long ago, I just need to text message my people. Dude, you have that. It's right there. But um, (laughs) anyhow, um, I appreciate you and, uh, I'll get this, when I get this released, I'll let you know how we go from there, but thank you so much, brother. Hey, and, thank you. uh, you know, I'll see you soon. I hope. Yeah, for sure. Are you going to Denver next week? I sure am. 
All right. Well, then I'll see you in Denver next week. But uh, thank you so much for giving me a chance to uh, talk about my stuff on your podcast. Keith. Yeah, man. We might be in Denver when this releases. Who knows? Hey, even better. Even better. Good to see you. Good to see you too, man. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the show today, for hanging out with me and Casey. We had such a cool conversation. I hope that the content we brought you made you a better insurance professional today. It was uh, a great conversation about the tech stack in your agency and how you can improve on that. Guys, if you haven't subscribed to the show, it's a small ask. It's all I ask you to do is just hit that subscribe button so you can get all the latest content. It's not for my ego. It's not for the mayor. It's for you to help you grow. That's all I want. Also, if you got an idea for your own show, go to GetReadySetPodcast.com. That's GetReadySetPodcast.com. And talk to Ryan about producing your own show. All I do is hit the record button and he does all the rest. Uh, it's awesome. So, Ready, Set, Podcast, turning your brilliant idea into a reality. Thanks again, guys. I look forward to hanging out with you again next week.